Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff Steins, our national and presidential expert, noted author. You can find his books at Next Chapter Books as well as TotallyIowa.com, the Iowa Politics Report, the Iowa Business Report. Come to us from KXEL Cedar Falls, Waterloo, where Jeff is currently stationed at right now. Hi, Jeff. Matthew, what's new? No, we we don't have anything to talk about today. So uh, I I should mention. So again, you going on a blast about the twins. No, I, I no. Well, actually, if we have if we have enough time to talk the Iowa State story, holy cow! That being said, oh, it's, it's Iowa too. Oh, is it? They it's, got they got tra- oh, they got gambling in Iowa too. Oh yeah. Oh uh-huh. wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's it's not amazing. Good. Let's let's see the 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 leagues get in bed with all the gambling apps, the gambling sites, all Vegas, all these things. They get all the athletes to come out talking about how great gambling is. They blanket the stadiums in gambling ads, and then they're shocked that their athletes get involved with gambling. Wow, really? That's a how stupid are you guys? <laughs> gambling? I'm shocked that there's gambling going on. I thought this was a reputable piano house. From the same people that gave you the 18 year old beer party because hey he won state championship uh never mind i'm not even it's you know it's, 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 it got no, no, it's completely right you're right uh you the other yes. night i mean how when did you shake donald trump's hand i met none of them you didn't well that's good for you i mean sign of the cross thank god for that <laughs> <laughs> I have I have standards and they said, well, go ahead and set it up. Go well, you you were, you were at the, the, the you were asked to MC the it was the, the governor's um event there where they had the 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 candidates all the GOP candidates stopped on by, right? Or most of them did. Republican Party of Iowa has a fundraising dinner every year called the Lincoln Dinner and once every 4 years it's a big deal if there's a, a caucus you know, if it's not an incumbent situation. And so my bingo card has 15 Republicans running for president and 13 were there and they each got 10 minutes and they literally turned off the microphone at 10 minutes. You can ask Asa Hutchinson because he's a slow talking Southerner and he blew through the time and they turned off his microphone and I'm not sure too many people noticed, but no, they, they then spoke one after the other and I was asked if I would be the, this is their phrase, voice of God. Well, they basically, it's it's like you said, every four years they need to bring in a pro because you're dealing with, uh, you know, you have to, well, you know, keep. a big deal. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it was on C-SPAN. It was everywhere else. And 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 so I was the. the, the C-SPAN. Uh, C-SPAN. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, my, my goodness. Hey, it, it was on C-SPAN. <laughs> And Real America's Voice. Coming up after Author Talk, it's Jeff Stein emceeing a bunch of Republicans in Iowa. (laughs) So literally, I'm the schmo holding a micro, well, there's a stand, and I'm off to the side, and they tap me on the shoulder to read the next line, and it's things like, ladies and gentlemen, Senator Matt McNeil. That was it. Yeah, well, what I did. Well, okay. Well, how many of them did show up? Of the fifteen, how many did, showed up? Thirteen. Thirteen. Was Borgum there? Did he finally come out of his North Dakota hole? Not only did did Governor Doug Burgum come out of his North Dakota hole, he immediately laid a stink bomb with the audience. Did he? And here's how. Well, he's North Dakota. I don't. I mean, I. I mean, I can see where this train's headed. 
Well, and, 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 and I prefer to call it upper Dakota as opposed to lower Dakota, yeah. but, but yes. Okay. So he comes down and he says that Iowa has always been good to underdogs from North Dakota. And then he reminded the audience of when the North Dakota State University Bison, as they pronounce it, Bison, upset Iowa State in Ames one year and Iowa and Iowa City a couple of years later. That led to booze, wow. at which point he said, wow. what, too soon? Get over it. And I thought, wow, <laughs> that's strong. But here's and the thing. And we're down to 14 events, candidates at this point. <laughs> <laughs> They stopped him at the uh, at Sioux City and said, "That's it. You're you're done here." Um, no, they actually escorted him north um, and dropped him off at the Minnesota border. No, uh, what they they each had little hospitality suites afterwards. Okay, and some of the packs. And he said something like, "Come on down, and you can learn to rope like uh, cowboys in North Dakota." And I thought, well, that's a rather odd exit line. Until you go into the room, and it, it was a sex were, dungeon, right? No, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Learn how to rope like we do here. Get ready for naughty you're, time. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're starting to step on the punchline potentially here. But I walked in and there were three real life cowboys, Uh-oh. and then the little the little metal things that are supposed to look like I don't know doggies. Get along, little doggie, and they would teach you to twirl the rope and and I did not partake. I stayed back. <laughs> okay. But but here's the part that's funny. There were a lot of people like, oh, yes, I'd like to try this, to where they had to move the candidate and the receiving line further in the suite because there wasn't enough room for the roping. And I just wonder how many of those people were learning that skill for purposes that had nothing to do with livestock. You know, it's a rookie mistake. You go to a sex club, you want to actually just be an observer. You don't want to try to get involved. I mean, that can be a mistake. So just FYI, you've learned your lesson there. Maybe they were pros. (laughs) Maybe I think they were. Uh, (laughs) Let me tell you how I can get them from 20 yards. Hello there. Uh, Well, it's better than, let's be honest with it. It's better than when Tim Pliny comes decked out in like uh, cyclone gear. You know, he comes out, out there wearing the. He just clearly went to the the Iowa State Cyclone shop and bought every gaudy piece of souvenir. He comes waving out like, "I love the Cyclones." It's better than that, at least. Complete, complete with the hologram sticker that says "official merchandise" still on the shirt, <laughs> exactly, right? Yes, exactly. yes. He thought that was bling. Uh, apparently, but uh, no, they, they, they spoke in turn and 13 up and 13 down. And, um, and I don't know, did I was sitting right there and I missed the biggest social media story of the night, which was this has to do with the allegation by Trump people that the music used to bring Trump on the stage. That is such BS. Okay, how have you seen the story reported? Well, the story was reported that Trump's camp was upset because the song that was introduced, uh, and this was the governor uh, Reynolds, uh, uh, you know, was was there, and you know, she was kind of taking the heat for it. uh, Included some language of the into the effect of going to jail soon, and (laughs) so it wasn't. Even though it sounds like it was only one line in the song, it sound it sounded like his camp was upset about that. I missed the whole thing. I am sitting there and I missed that this was a big thing. And then the next day I start looking at social media about this huge dust up. And I'm thinking, I, I was drinking water. I, I missed nothing. It well, sounded like it, it didn't sound like it was like, I, how dare you came from the stage. It, 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 well, it did no, sound like no. it was after, after the fact. And so here's, here's what happened. Okay. Every candidate 
the the schmo with the microphone would say, ladies and gentlemen, Senator Matt McNeil, and then music would play. And then the the senior senator from the state of Minnesota, for example, would amble up the stairs and wave to the crowd and go to the podium and they turn the music down. Yeah. Okay. Erotic City by Prince, by the way. That would be my music. That'd be but my walk. This is music. why they didn't do that. Because they'd have to be playing all, you know, it's like we're not, this is not bandstand. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to. So they simply said one song, which is Brooks and Dunn's Only in America, which, by the way, if you really look at the lyrics, it's not that great a song, but the refrain is only in America you can dream to be what you want to be. Okay. So I didn't know that until this dust up. So here's the audio engineer. They had it on a loop on the computer, just on repeat. So when it was time for music, he'd fire up pot number five. Yeah. And once the, and then they'd fire it back down. It was the same song for everybody. Okay. The unfortunate part though, and some of this was Trump's fault because most of them, you know, Senator McNeil would have done the same as the other 12, which is they bound up the stairs and they wave and they go right to the podium and, and they get right to it. Trump waits to go up the stage, lets the music play for, you know, build the attention. Then he went up the stairs and then he stood on the stage and waved and just stood and accepted all the accolades. He was just in the outer area on the stage three times longer than anybody else, which meant three times the amount of music played. <laughs> Which means you get lyrics like, and this is the lyric of the song. One kid dreams of fame and fortune. One kid helps pay the rent. One could end up going to prison. One just might be president. Oh, well, it's, well and you can, and there's, a, uh, actually, that's an either or, uh, you know, uh, situation, which is. You could have gone the other direction. You could have said president. No, they went with the prison. What are they thinking? Well, because let's get into the meat of the matter, shall we? Um <laughs> First of all, I want to just yeah. I want to just ask you this. This is okay. this is you and I talk about crimes that are sometimes a reach. This mm -hmm. is none nothing I've read here is a reach. I mean, as a matter of fact, the first one is that you know he was he was you know tried to you know was pushing lies about January six or about the the election that was fraud. You and I both know that. We all know that. This is not new. This is just it's now being laid out in legal form, and. I just don't see a lot of wiggle room for Trump on this. I mean, it seems like his whole goal now is just delay, 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 try to win the presidency, and then you can pardon yourself. Well, and that's exactly what former Congressman Will Hurd said at the dinner in Des Moines. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing that I loved about that, and I'm not going to lose your point, but I, I this was this was great because it was so misreported by Fox News. Fox News had a headline that Hurd was booed off the stage in Des Moines. Not the case at all. He's giving his normal stump speech. He literally gets three words into a sentence and he stops and he kind of looks out at the room like, well, this ain't going anywhere. You know, his normal kind of nice. So he just simply said, look, people, <laughs> I mean, he almost said those words. Donald Trump is not going to make America great again. Donald Trump is only running for president so he can stay out of prison. He just flat out said it. And got some booze, but also some cheers. And then he just wrapped it and said, look, I'll never lie to you. I'm Will Hurd. God bless. And walked off the stage with two minutes to go. To me, it was a mic drop, not a booed off the stage moment. All right. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm sitting because I had talked to him on the air a few days before. And, you know, he's got a very compelling story 
uh, politics aside. But, you know, to stand in front of 1,200 fairly well-to-do Republicans who paid money to go to that event and drop that little stink bomb, that was nicely done on his part, I thought. Well, the thing about this indictment, and I keep hearing from people on the right that, oh, it looks like some law school intern student wrote, oh, shut up. Look, I want to know who the co-conspirators are. That's well, we, the we, magic point. We do know five of them. I mean, it's we pretty cool. We, 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 right. we know Giuliani Eastman, uh, Sidney yep. Powell is in there. Um, yep. uh, the, uh, the guy that was trying to become the, 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 the attorney the general attorney general. Yeah. Right. And then, and, well, then and, and, and I'm looking at this going, is the sixth one Bannon is the sixth well, one, Steve Bannon. Okay. So let's, okay. Bannon, Roger Stone, or, and here's the one that keeps coming people say, and I think this is more hopeful wishing Ginny Thomas is Ginny Thomas, the sixth one. Mm. And, and, and yeah. I mean, can you imagine, you know, and Whoa. maybe this is the reason why these people have not been identified is if we have the wife of a Supreme Court justice in on this, then mm-hmm. it becomes a much bigger. I mean, it, we're already talking monumental history. I mean, there's going to be entire in, in, in 100 years, there's going to be entire sections of history courses dedicated to this entire you know mishmash of whatever they, wherever it ends up. But the fact that you could end up having a Supreme Court justice clearly compromised because his wife was part of the conspiracy is beyond, you know, I, that, that now we're starting to get to really staking the foundations of the country. Well, are you saying that he should recuse himself? Oh, heaven forbid he does. But, you know, we can't reach him. He's on those junkets right now. Those those vacations aren't going to pay for themselves. Let's just be honest with you. Those first trip uh, they, they, they certainly don't when you're just simply the voice of God. Uh, but I'm going to put that on business cards. I didn't know that was a term. And everybody says, oh, are you the God person tonight? No, I'm a lesser deity. I mean, you know, you're like the God of raspberries or something like that. I mean, everyone likes raspberries. Dionysus. There you go. It's it's too presumptuous to say, well, yes, I am God. No, no. Anyway. Uh, Speaking of people with a Trump complex. Okay, so here's the the (laughs) issue with this is they're unindicted co-conspirators, right? Does that mean, and it's too soon to know, but let's Let's speculate because that's our stock and trade. Has someone made a deal? I mean, obviously, this comes from testimony, right? Yeah. Well, it's Meadow, it sounds like Meadows, and it sounds like, well, and, and one of the things which is a real shocker is that Pence's, Pence had very good notes that he wrote after his meeting. And that's, <laughs> yes. that, you know, they're talking about, I mean, it's old. I mean, multiple other people within the administration already have rolled on him. And it, it just is now... It's now you're getting to this. As you and I have talked, every time we talk about this, we talk about you get to a closer and closer circle. And now we're there. We got a circle mm-hmm. of six people around Trump and Trump's right in the middle. That's where we're at. And so now it becomes a situation where who can squeal fastest and Trump might be the one that squeals faster and try to argue that. But we are now mm-hmm. to that point where we have gotten through the layers and we are now to the end game of this all where it is basically... You know, it's these six people, and I think he's saying, which one of you wants the deal? Because there's one deal, and I'll give it, and the rest of you guys I'll throw under the bus. And it may have already been made. Yeah. And that's the thing where, and again, I haven't read all of this. I don't know. Okay, I don't I don't know the whole thing. What I do know is if you get a name, quote-unquote, to roll, that's going to be really huge. Look at Pence today referring, he said, you know, the president, you know, he just was surrounded by a bunch of crackpot lawyers. Like, 
Well, well, he was. <laughs> well, he was. In well, yes, to hear and Mike he, Pence speak the truth about some topic is kind of a rare thing, don't you think? I think he's trying to get out in front of it, and he's doing the only thing he can do, which is try to look like he's got some integrity here. Let's take a break. Let's come back. I want to do come back to some of the more jarring elements of this because he's not getting away from this unless he does try to win and he does is able to pardon himself. Jeff Stein joining us, 952-946-6205. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil Show. 952-946-6205. 952-946-6205. Jeff, Jeff Stein joining us. So uh, apparently um, during the January 6th attack, now we had heard in previous you know investigations that Trump was watching and cheering on the January 6th attack on the Capitol. What we did not know, but we now know in this in these in these charges, that Trump was actually working behind the scenes to delay the certification while the attack was happening. So this was kind of a two-pronged attack. You have the mob outside, and then you have the president trying to get his his buddies to basically say, okay, maybe we should put this off, because he knew that if they didn't get that done that then, that it could create a constitutional crisis and he couldn't install himself as president. When the president's defenders, when the best argument they have in light of this is to say, this is affecting freedom of his speech. That's the best that they've been using. That this is going, well, why can't he just talk about these things? It's never about the talk, though, is it, Matt? It's about the action. And so it is one thing to say that he sat with his McDonald's hamburger and watched it and did nothing until his daughter urged him to say something. If that were the narrative, it would be bad enough. But you're talking about actually proactively engaging in action and that's not free speech in this context so i find it fascinating that that's the best that has been offered so far by defenders it's it's striking to me the uh, another thing here that is is kind of interesting he he himself reinstated the language i think we now know why pence basically turned on him uh if lack lack of a better way to say it he personally reinstated the language attacking pence into his january 6th speech that had actually been something that clearly people within the white house like no 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 no, you can't have the president attacking the vice president in the speech and he himself put that back in there <laughs> yeah he did yeah <laughs> I mean, some of this, it just becomes so, so darn obvious. And I'll tell you, the Pence situation, he's seen as the, the way it's being portrayed, he is the lone individual that stopped all of this uh, malfeasance from happening. And oh, oh, yeah. Yet, but, but yet the best he can do to try to jumpstart a flagging presidential campaign is to spend this week at the Indiana State Fair. Because, you know, Indiana's a key early state. Oh, wait. He's he's trying to get a little more momentum. He's trying to get on the debate stage. He's so far away from that. So if, in fact, the hero of democracy can't even get a sniff from enough people to get on the debate stage, that tells you something. And I'm not sure it's very good. It tells you something. Um, the... The, the, I think one of the things that's in, well, I think interesting about Pence is I think he's understanding his historic role here and that, you know, whatever happens to him here, I think historically long down the road, if this country still stands after 2024, 
that people will look at him in a much nicer light because he'll be the, he'll be the guy that stopped the overthrow of an election. And and I think that I've kind of get guy his actions now. I think he's starting to understand that you know he's not going to be loved now. But I think long term down the road, if this country still stands and survives this, I think that he he will be looked upon with a much more favorable light by everybody at the end. It could be depending on how these cases go. But let me say finally, I'm still. I mean, you're talking about slam dunks. And I don't think any of these are slam dunks because it's just so weird and unprecedented. I, I just mm. don't know where it's all going to go. And and I'm not I'm I'm not arguing with. Well, you. you're not arguing the I facts just, though of it. I mean the, the facts. Oh, I mean this no, guy no, no, this guy no, this guy has no. brought that brought the receipts. Well, here's the thing. Um, regardless of what, and the, this is my argument on the whole thing. I don't care what the Biden family did. Go charge them separately if you want to. But you can't use that as a defense for this indictment. And well, I keep let's hearing just, that. Let's just call it what that is. The entire point of the Biden investigation, because we just had another witness basically say nothing happened. And they all came out saying, we think something happened after they were told nothing happened. The entire point of that is to basically deflect to try to take this off the screen. Because let's face it, this is this is bigger than Watergate at this point. This is the but attempted the overthrow is, the, the attempted it, it, overthrow of the government. Well, and I know we're up against it, but here's the problem. There's so much crap being thrown around. Are the American people going to stay tuned? I don't know. I think there well, are a lot of people I, I like, think I'm that, so sick I think of we should all, I think we all owe it to, to this country. Well, if you love, that's, if you, that's a if, different if, issue. If you that's love this country, issue. you should not be trying to, let's not talk about this. Let's talk about a country music song or something. No, I, I think that if you I, love this country, no you argue. should be making I, this the priority, that this, this actually happened. I don't, I don't argue of what people should do, but we're a lazy society who stares at our phone and posts pictures of our dinner and says, you know, has an emoji saying, mm-mm, good. I mean, that, that's what I'm afraid of is that people are just not going to stick with it, and it's too important. I agree with that part. Well, and and I I, I, I got to tell you the truth. I'm looking at this, and I'm, I'm more angry at him as a veteran. I'm more angry at him today than I ever have been. But we'll have to say that for another day. Uh, I'll, the Iowa Politics Report, I'll post later. Jeff, we'll talk to you next week. Hour two up next.